Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Let's Talk PMA. Warning, the following video contains mention of suicide, which may be unsuitable for some audiences. Viewer discretion advised. Today, we're going to be covering a sensitive topic. Um, it is definitely something that needs to be talked about. It needs to be talked about more. Um, we are going to be going over a video as well. So it's going to be a different episode today, but um, we hope you all enjoy it. And we hope that you all find hope and um, help within this video. Today, we are talking about suicide um, and athletes um, and in general and the signs of suicide, of mental depression, of just what, how it affects us as the people that are struggling with the thoughts of suicide, as well as who it affects. And so today is going to be tough. And we just want you just want to bring it to awareness. Suicide is something that I feel most people in the world have had to deal with, whether it's personal, family, friends, coworkers, teammates, um, classmates, anything like that. I feel it's sad. It's very sad. Um, but I don't know many people who haven't been affected by it. And um, it's the demons of your mind. And that's, that's why we're here, because the demons of your mind take over when they don't have to. They don't have to take over. They don't have, you don't have to feel like you're alone because you're not. There are so many people in the world who will help you, who will make you feel loved, um, who will support you in any way, shape, or form. Um, and I think with athletes, especially like high profile athletes, college athletes, um, it can be extra hard because there's so much hate, whether it's just between rivalries of teams, um, people not liking a specific team just because, um, or, and just finding what they don't like about you and People, people hate because they can't be you or they aren't you. And it's, it's tough because you can't let the hate creep in. And we've talked about this before, us receiving hate. Um, you can't let it make those demons just overpower your mind because you are loved. Even if you feel alone in this world, you are loved and you are not alone. So many people, millions of people in the world go through the same exact thing. So you're not alone. Yeah, we find that um, we try to live up to everyone's expectations. And when we fall short, then those demons creep in saying you're not good enough. And learning to tell those demons that they're not right and that you are worthy and you are good enough kind of like our episode last week, you know, it's, it's those, that mental toughness of trying to overcome the negative that creeps in. And sometimes it's so overwhelming because it just keeps pounding you. 
over and over and over again. And until you reach out for help or until you find that source within you that you can finally say, no, you're not right. I am worthy. Then it just keeps piling on. And um, that's why we're here. Like Ali said, that's why we're here is to help give you those tools that when those demons creep in and you don't feel like you have that hope that hopefully with the workbook and with everything that we're doing, that you can learn to reach out and find um, the help that creates that love within you. Yeah. 25% of athletes struggle with depression, anxiety, food disorders, um, burnout, anywhere, anything in between. And it may seem like a small number, but that is a quarter of all athletes. And that's just by a survey. It can be more. It can be more within high schools and um, not just at the collegiate level. Um, and it's important to, if you're going through this, it's important not only for yourself, but for others to speak up. Um, it's, it's only going to help you and it's only going to help others who are going through the exact same thing feel like they're not alone. Um, we have compiled um, some signs of what you can look for when people are struggling with depression. It's not always very obvious, but if you can see some of the, these signs, then maybe you can reach out to someone that you see is struggling or for yourself as well. And that you can say, yeah, I am struggling with depression or I am struggling with my thoughts. And so we'll list them here for you. Um, today, we're going over a video of parents who have dealt with athletes who have committed suicide. And throughout that video, it has been said that some of them, they had no idea. There were no red flags. There were no symptoms. There was no signs. Um, and sometimes it is like that. Sometimes there is absolutely nothing in the world that you could have ever seen that they, this person was thinking that. It's a powerful moment for all of us to be together. These are the parents of Katie Meyer, Arlena Miller, Morgan Rogers, and Tyler Holinsky, all four star athletes and star students. Katie was Stanford's championship-winning goalkeeper and team captain. Katie was uh, radiant, brilliant. She was the life of the party. Arlena stood front and center on the cheerleading team at Southern University in Louisiana. She was very talented. Whatever she wanted to do, she could have done. Morgan achieved her dream to play lacrosse for Duke. Morgan was such a rock star. And I mean, a charismatic, win the room over type of personality. Tyler made history when he threw a game-winning touchdown for Washington State University. Students carried him off the field. That was awesome. You would have really liked him. The thing that I saw from that is that it showed that they didn't have any idea because of their personalities, of their successes in their sports. And so that's what's hard is because if you don't see the signs, how do you know that they're struggling? And I think that's the biggest awareness we need to come, come to is we can't blame ourselves for something we don't know about, especially as parents. I mean, I 
I, you know, I've dealt with it with, within, you know, family members within, you know, I had a brother that, that, um, took his life and, you know, I've dealt with it myself. I've dealt with it, you know, with other family members and, you know, sometimes I just didn't know, you know, um, and with my close family members, I had no idea. I just thought it was, you know, youthful things. And um, to learn later that it was a time that they struggled. And as me as, you know, being close, how do I not know? So, I mean, we really need to hone in and realize that it's not our fault if we don't know, number one. And then just hone in on what's going on around you. And what's going on, especially with our kids, with, you know, the, the family members, the athletes, the students, whatever we're, we're, whoever we're with, is to really tune into them and see the struggle that they're having. And that's hard because we get so caught up in our own worlds and what we think is right and not right. And, and that's hard. I know, you know, just with you and, and your brother, there was times you guys struggled and I didn't know. I just thought it was a youthful thing. And are you just, you know, doing your thing growing up and not taking into that consideration that there was more going on? Yeah. Um, I just had within a week of each other, I had two classmates who took their lives. Um, we've been out of high school for about five years now and they just now recently took their lives and it was a shock especially by these two individuals um which I was friends with in high school I would have never expected it from either one of them and as I was going through and looking at you know what they've been doing and what happened and um like just checking in because you know hearing things not quite sure exactly what happened um not wanting to necessarily ask either because I know that it's hard subject especially for their family and their super close friends um but just noticing like they were doing well in life and like some really, really high achievements that had just recently happened. And within like one of them, um, she had just gotten an amazing job as a personal trainer, like, like a very high class job as a personal trainer with this company. And within a week of it, she took her life. And so just because life is going well for someone doesn't mean that they're okay. And I think especially, which I don't think it's talked about enough, um, especially going from high school to college or high school to no college, moving out, changing your life, like the change from when you graduate from high school, it's not talked about enough how difficult being an adult is how difficult it is to not live with your family and have a job or go to school and have all this pressure on you, whether you're an athlete or not. 
um, I, I think that it needs to be said, it's okay to stay home. It's okay to not go to college right away. And it's okay to come home. And I know that not everybody has the families like that. I know that anytime that I needed to come home, I was able to, um, or if I, you know, if I needed to move back home, I could, but not everybody has that option. And I think throughout high school, we need to be taught. We need to be taught the true difficulties of being an adult, of paying bills, of saving money and not just to invest or whatever. Like you, what we were taught in your home economics class or whatever, none of it is relevant to what I would need today. And um, when both of these things happened with my classmates, um, I reached out to some of my best friends from high school and just to check in, um, you know, did you hear about this? Yeah, I did, it's really terrible. You know, were you close with them? Yeah, I was at one point, blah, 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 blah. Um, and just saying, literally just saying, if you need anything, I'm here. Um, it's hard because you don't know. And like, even though, like, I know I have people I could go to if I needed to, but do my friends feel the same way? Do my friends feel the same way as they could come to me if, if I, if they needed me, you know, if they were at that point, like I would buy a plane ticket. One of my friends literally told me, she said, I will buy a, a plane ticket right then and there and come and help you and stay with you. And um is like I would be pissed I would kill you <laughs> if you did that I would be so mad um but check in and not just the hey how are you doing how are you really doing how is your mental state how is your anxiety how is your depression how are you doing in life ask the hard questions sometimes the hard questions need to be asked it's it's so true and I realized, you know, just in the last year or so, you know, that having those close people to you, it takes time and it takes effort. And, but it's so important because we're all struggling in one way or another. And if we don't check in and we don't just give that little bit of, hey, how are you doing? And, you know, I know you're struggling. Let's talk it out. Um, it's just, it's so easy to just go on with your own life and not, not check in, you know, if they haven't reached out, oh, they're okay. Well, maybe they're not reaching out because they're not okay. So maybe if you haven't talked to a friend for a while, maybe it's time that you check in and say, what's going on? How come I haven't heard from you? And that could be the day that they really need you. Yeah. Suicide is the second leading cause of death for college students. A recent NCAA survey found the rates of mental exhaustion, anxiety, and depression in student athletes is nearly two times higher than before the pandemic. Athletes really are under so much pressure and they grind every single day. They're up at 6 a.m. They're going to practice. They follow that with classes. That kind of pressure on campus and online. 
I think social media has a lot to do with that. I think that perfectionism is, is part of what all of our, our children, you know, possess. Being a collegiate athlete is tough, <laughs> to say the least. Um, the perfectionism is absolutely everything. And some sports, it's you make a one mistake and you get taken out. And so you have to work even harder. And um, I think it's especially amplified in college. It's just taking high school and making it 10 times worse and more public. Um, your practices are doubled, your workouts are doubled, your classes are harder, and your time is minimal. Um, and so you end up spending a lot of time alone alone working on your classes, alone working, doing extra workouts or your extra practices alone. Um, and it feels like everybody's going through the same thing, but nobody is at the same time. Everybody, especially mentally, everybody's in a different mindset of how they're getting through everything. It's not, it's not the same from person to person, how I dealt or how I was mentally through my college um, like ath athletics um, versus my teammates was absolutely completely different um, between me not necessarily having the confidence in my skills um, to wor being worried about making mistakes and then having teammates who couldn't care less in the world. Um, and I cared a little too much. I was passionate and a lot of a lot of athletes are so passionate so they won't they don't want to do anything that could affect that between letting the fans down their teammates down um, their parents down there's so many factors that are put into it and um it's a lot of pressure yeah we need to take that pressure off of being perfection. We all want perfectionism and you can't, you can't ever achieve perfection. It's just not possible because we're always learning. We're always growing. And if we can teach athletes and kids from the beginning, that it's just all a learning process and it's okay to fail, but you have to get right back up and it's okay. And it's okay to fail. Um, it's okay to be the best that you can be, but you're always going to be able to be better and that's okay. And I think that we put so much emphasis on being perfect and you have to have the perfect grades. You have to have the perfect job. You have to have the perfect skills to be able to play. Um, you have to work so hard to be able to get to the level that you want. So you have to be perfect at everything there's just no such thing as perfection. It's just, there just isn't because we are always, always needing to grow and always needing to learn. And if we don't understand that and don't know that, then the pressure on ourselves is so much greater. And it creates this sense of never being able to achieve what you think you should be. Yeah. And I think COVID, added a huge, huge difference to that. Like 
the pressure of, or not even the pressure, the isolation, the isolation. And I know that COVID increased mental health awareness in general um, at like some people's anxiety and depression had like a flare up, you know, it became more amplified during COVID. And um, I think that it was amazing. I think it was a a blessing and a curse at the same time because it made mental health so much more like brought like it was it was brought to the front view of everybody because the people who didn't believe in the depression and the anxiety went through it mm-hmm. and it's a real thing and so if you still don't believe in it then I don't know how I don't know how to help you <laughs> Um, it is so incredibly real and isolation is the backbone of it feeling like you are alone in this world mm-hmm. and between not being able to see your family or friends some people living alone not being able to go outside like that's terrifying we're social creatures we're not supposed to be alone and um, not means you know not being alone but at the same time once covid was you know, we were released from being isolated. It was still that feeling of being scared of what's going to happen now. You know, can, can it, can we get sick or how do I deal with everything now? And still that in the back of our mind, there's that fear of what could happen. So yeah, COVID took a huge toll on all of us. And, um, now it's, now we're, you know, gaining momentum again but there's something different. There's something different about everybody mentally. And there's a bigger awareness, which was the, is the blessing that came out of it. But um, definitely things that we have to be aware of. Yeah. Social media, I, I think social media is a tough topic to talk about as well, because social media can be so good and it can be so bad at the same time. Um, I think before social media, people still said the same things. People were still mean and had their hates of people, whether, you know, as an athlete or a team or whatever, it was always there. I think social media made it more accessible, but I I don't think that social media is to blame. I think the users, the people who have, who are afraid to say it in person and like to hide behind the screen, I think those people are to blame because they probably need the help the most. Yeah. And it's hard receiving hate and um, the bad comments all the time, but it's inevitable. Social media are not, people are going to say mean things. People are going to be mean. People are going to hate you or your team, or whatever it is. It's just life. People don't know how to handle their emotions and their thoughts, so they take it out in ways of being mean. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think, you know, I I look at social media, and maybe it's because I'm older, um, and I come from a generation that didn't grow up with social media, but, I look at those haters online and, you know, they're just kind of like 
spammers, <laughs> you know, and, and that's kind of how you have to take it and think, you know, you're not, you're saying this just to get a rise out of me. And if you can look at it that way, as far as, okay, what do you, what is your purpose out of this? You know, you're trying to be a bully. I'm either going to let you be a bully to me or, or I'm going to choose not to. I'll turn you off. I'll delete you. That is what it is. What is the harm of someone saying something if they don't have an action behind it? So the only harm is they've gotten in your head. And once they get in your head, then you have the choice. Are you going to believe it? Or are you going to say it's not true and move on? And so, you know, we've dealt with it with our stuff. And it hits hard for a second. But then you say, mm, it doesn't, it really doesn't affect me. I am who I am and it is what it is. But you can't, you know, I have 10,000 people that are saying that I'm great and I have one person that doesn't like it. So what? Yeah. And obviously it's easier said than done. Of course. Um, you can be hurt by it because it's it's hard like I would hate for someone to come up and tell me that they hate me or to take my own life or anything like that because people are brutal I would hate for someone to do that in person let alone on social media um but it is up to you it's up to you to decide are you gonna give them the power some faceless person behind a screen who's hiding their and masking their own emotions and thoughts and taking it out on you? Are you gonna give them that power? Or are you gonna show them that they're just being mean and that you, you don't need that? You have everything in your life that you want and that you've worked so incredibly hard for that they don't have that they could never reach because they are just bullies. Right. So take, just take time to think, think about it in that way. Am I gonna give them the power or am I gonna stick up for myself and I'm gonna say, I worked my ass off to get here. I'm not gonna let anybody take that from me. Yep. And it comes down to worthiness. You know, do you feel worthy within yourself? And if you don't, then let's figure out why. And if you can work out the reasons why you don't, then your life completely changes when you can feel worthy within yourself and love yourself. And that's where we need to get to for everyone to understand that that worthiness creates an amazing life that you want and you desire. Yeah. Research shows those who strive for perfection are more reluctant to seek help. Morgan Rogers went to counseling, but she never told anyone how she was really feeling. The elephant in the room, this is mental illness. Mental illness is a chemical problem inside of Morgan's brain. Their brain just betrayed them, and they chose a, a permanent solution to what really is a temporary problem in a 21-year-old's life. You have to reach the kids and let them know it's not just how you were brought up. So when you're talking to someone that you think might need some help, 
You're not supposed to say, are you thinking about hurting yourself? You are supposed to come out directly and say, are you thinking about killing yourself? I think they made a big point in the fact that they said to come out and just be honest. Are you thinking of killing yourself? Because you can't tiptoe around the subject. It's, it's time to be real. And I think people are being real more often now than, than they ever have before. But I think it needs to be come out in front. Are you thinking this? And if you are, let's get help. And it's okay to get help because so many are going through it. Yeah, and that's what we're here for. We're here to help you create better mental toughness, create confidence with yourself, and to understand you're not alone. All of the negative thoughts, all of the demons, we've been there, we've done that, and we want you to be able to get through it and to understand that it doesn't have to be like this forever. The pain can go away, the hurt can go away, but you have to be the one to take the steps to get the help. Reach out to us, DM us, whatever you need, we're here and we will do what we need to, to help you get through that, that, uh, that hurt and that mindset and help you get through it. Absolutely. There's, there's no reason to live with the pain and the suffering that you're causing, that the elephant in the room is causing you, the, the stress and the demons that are nagging you all the time. There's, just, there's no reason to go through it alone. Um, you're not alone and you're not the only one that's going through it. There's so many others that are too. So know that and know that it's, um, we can help you and your families can help you and your friends can help you. And there's lots of resources that um, we can help guide you to, to help you. There's no such thing as perfection. You cannot be perfect. It is physically impossible. It, nobody can be perfect. Um, in some way, shape or form, there is something there that will always be a little bit off. And truly, we can't live without imperfection. Like we talked about in the, a couple podcasts ago, we, don't, we won't have science, we wouldn't have math, we wouldn't have the technology that we have without imperfection. If, so if we, were, if we were perfect, then life would be super boring because really boring. <laughs> yes, we wouldn't have anything else to learn and it would just be, okay, I'm perfect the way I am, that's great. And a lot of people are perfect the way they are, but they still have to learn to grow. And that's, that's the facts. Yeah. If you need help, please, please reach out to us, reach out to your family, your friends, someone you trust, ask for help and don't be vague about it. Be real, be straight up, tell them exactly what you're going through. Please don't like feel free and accepted to call the suicide hotline. Um, they're there for you. We're all here for you. You're not alone and we can get through this together. Absolutely. And we'll put up some 
signs to look for, um, some, some links that you can follow to get more help as well. Thank you everybody for watching. Again, please feel free to reach out to us if you need anything. Um, all of our links will be down below. Thanks for watching. We'll see you all next week. Bye-bye.